Welcome, welcome to Real Talk with KR. Today's topic, from Marjorie Taylor Greene to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. How the extremes on both sides are attempting to pull this country apart. I know, those of you on both sides of the political spectrum do not think that they're extreme at all, but doing the job that they were sent there to do. It does not matter what they say, how they act, how many people they hurt financially, or for that matter, physically. You are fed up with Washington, and you want uncompromising, hard-hitting politicians in Congress to do the job that you send them there to do. No matter the damage they cause, how off the chart they appear, you are going to support them. Let's take a look at these two House members because they are emblematic of the extremes the political parties are willing to go today. Marjorie Taylor Greene believes or believed in QAnon, a group that believes Democrats are satanic pedophiles. She also believed that the Sandy Hook and Parkland shootings were staged. This caused the mother of six-year-old Dylan Hockley to extend an invitation to Greene to see his ashes and his bullet-ridden sweatshirt. Dylan, a special needs young boy who died in the arms of his aide, who also died that day. This is the same Marjorie Taylor Greene that harassed David Hogg, a Parkland school shooting survivor on the streets of Washington as he was on his way to talk to Congress members about gun reform. Today, Green has a great deal of support in the Republican Party for her uncompromising, crazy position. And even though Kevin McCarthy has made some comments on Green and taken away some of her committeeship, nonetheless, she is strongly supported in the Republican Party. Alexander, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez came into office with the Green New Deal with a cost of $10 trillion. But it has jumped to an approximate cost of anywhere between $49 trillion and $93 trillion. Yes, I said trillion. From doing away with cows because they pass too much gas to the world would end in 12 years. This was said in 2019. So people hurry up do whatever you wanted to do in life because you only have nine years and some months left. She went on to cause New York 25,000 jobs by opposing Amazon building a distribution center in New York because she did not like the incentives that New York was given Amazon. What Mr. Ocasio did not realize, it was not only the 25,000 jobs, which was a lot, but the infrastructure that would be built around the distribution center. Stores like both eateries and wares, apartment buildings, etc. So it's not, it's not only 25,000 jobs, but maybe 50,000 and up that she caused the city of New York. At the time, both mayor and governor was upset with Ocasio for her opposition. Amazon getting offers from other states did not really want to deal with it, and they pulled out of New York. Nobody pushed them out or anything like that. They just left because 
they could get other deals. Anything that moves away from the socialist ideals of governing, of government funding, Mr. Ocasio opposes. Let's take the VA. Mr. Ocasio was opposed to VA reform, saying if it ain't broke, don't fix it. This is the same VA that was plagued with a number of scandals, like falsifying documents to meet a 14-day target. Now, to be fair, it is not about fort it's not about the target because some private doctors don't meet that target either. But it's the falsifying of the documents. CNN reported that 40 veterans died while waiting for care, prompting the House to conduct a $1 million in criminal investigation into the VA. This is the same VA that Ms. Cocasio said ain't broke. Why? Because of a policy that veterans can see private doctors if it has taken too long to get a VA doctor. She took that to believe that seeing a private doctor is the beginning of privatization of the VA and a chipping away of her socialist ideals. Ms. Ocasio believe the more government that we have in society, the bigger the government, to control a lot of this stuff, the better off we are, which is totally socialist. I use these ex two extreme reps to illustrate the pulling apart of our democracy. It has always survived on compromise. Give a little, get a little. Not this all or nothing attitude. Here's an example of what I'm talking about, a recent example. Let's take the infrastructure bill. Biden wants upwards of $2 trillion for infrastructure. The Republicans want $500 billion for roads, $500 billion for roads, bridges, broadband, etc. They are now close to $900 billion. It might go up a little more. But that is democracy at its best. But there are those in the Democratic Party that feel we have the power right now. So let's cut the Republicans out and do the $2 trillion deal. But what they know, and I know, and you know, or should know, is that in two years, the Republicans might be in power and reverse everything, putting in their own legislation, which will cause this back and forth and they do it to show the people their toughness. But this will be delayed, the, the infrastructure that the country both really need for years and years to come. Whereas if they could come to an agreement that both parties agree on, there would be no delay. If they agree on one trillion, both parties, then work can start. So there'll be no delay. That is our democracy. This is Real Talk with KR. God bless.